in that hour. It's in the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Good. So we've been preparing songs for you today that all comes to the conclusion of heaven. And all those songs are another message of saying, are we going to go to heaven or not? And if you really pay attention to those songs, they're a really good message to hear and put it in our heart. So today, we're going to give a sermon about heaven. And as also, like Jesus said, whoever is closer to him, whoever believes in him, has faith in him, shall have eternal life. But whoever doesn't shall fall and perish. So enough about that. Um, what's the first thought that comes into your mind about heaven? Anyone? Anyone else? Back there. Angels. One more person. Alan. Okay, beauty. Those were good answers, but we're going to go more into detail about that and po- about popular beliefs about heaven. Thank you, Christian. As, as we said, what, were, what, does people, what do people think when we think heaven? Those were all great answers. Now let me ask you this. What does our society think when we think heaven? Anyone? Back there. Okay. Anyone else? No. Okay. Other popular beliefs are that, that we're, fl- we're going to be floating on clouds and that we're always playing harps or that St. Peter's controlling the gates, etc. Now that we've seen that our, what our society thinks, let's see what the Bible has to say to us. Will everyone please go to Revelation 21.1? Please say amen once you get there. Is everyone there? Yeah. Right. Revelation 21.1 says, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. What this is telling us is that the old, and the old, the old earth and the old heaven are going to pass away, and there's going to be a new one, a new one just for us, one that God has made for us. On that earth, Jesus will be our king. Will everyone please go to Revelation 17, 14. Say amen when you get there. All right. Let me just find it. Revelation 17, 14 says, They will make war against the Lamb, but the Lamb will overcome them, because he is Lord of lords and King of kings. And with, them will, and with him will be his called chosen and faithful followers. This is telling us if we believe in Jesus and if we follow Jesus, we will be called chosen and faithful. We'll be with him forever. Now that we've talked about this, Christian is going to talk about what heaven will be like. Like he said, what will heaven be like? What comes to the conclusion, it's, it will be magnificent, better than we think. Because a lot of people have many thoughts of us, what heaven's going to be like. But God made heaven better than we think. And the, like the Bible says, it's like a bride walking down the aisle. So guys, can you please open your Bibles to Revelations 21, 1 through 4. Say amen when you get there. Revelations 21, 4. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. The first heaven and the first earth have passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city and the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. 
and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is among his people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be their God. He will wipe every tear from their eyes, and there will not be any more death or sorrow or crying or pain for the older things that have passed away. What the Bible is saying is that every, every single type of um, suffering or anything that we've been going through hard um, times, it's going to be stopped. All that God wants us to feel is life, hope, joy, happiness, all the good things that are going to be in heaven. What God also means by this is that everything that's bad going on earth is going to be changed in heaven. So we know for a fact that heaven is perfect. And remember, going back into heaven where everything was perfect, remember the beginning with Adam and Eve. Everything was perfect at the time until sin came into the world as Adam, as Adam and Eve took that fruit out of the tree. But coming from that, taking that fruit out of that tree, there was another tree. There's two things actually that were close to those, um, that tree. It was the tree of life and the river of life. Those things were compared to the um, song that shall we gather at the river, which also gives a message of us going to heaven. And as we're gathered here today, it's gonna be the same meeting each other in heaven. Another thing that the Bible talks about is um, us having different immortal bodies. Imagine yourself having and everything that you have today in your, like, your bodies it will be completely different, and you also have different names. A verse that talks about us having different bodies um, is Isaiah 35, 5 through 6. Please say amen when you get there. Isaiah 35, 5 through 6. Then the eyes of the blind will be opened, and the ears of the deaf unstopped. And then the lame will leap like a deer, and the mute tongue shout joy. Water will gush forth the wilderness and streams of the desert. What this verse is actually talking about is talking about every person that's been like out of society, put away from each other because they're unique, they're different because of their bodies and their physical health. It's kind of sad that we're putting them out of society and they're like committing so many suicides and all. But all of that, it'd be different in heaven because we're all going to be brothers and sisters over there. So our next topic today, what, what, and what will heaven be like? I mean, sorry, let me rephrase that. The river of life. Before we talk about the river of life, let's touch a little bit on what Christian said about our new names. Will everyone please go to Revelation 20, 22. Revelation 2, 17. Please say amen when you get there. Revelation 2.17 says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches. To him overcomes, I will give some of the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone with a new name written on it, known, to him, known only to him who receives it. My name is Alex. I like my name. Thank my mother for giving me that name. Um, but imagine the name that God is going to give us, a holy name, a pure name no, that no one knows except the person who receives it. Imagine how great that name's going to be. Now that we've talked about our names, we're going to talk about the river of life and the tree of life. Will everyone please go to Revelation 22, 1 through 2. Revelation 22, 1 through 2. Please say amen when you get there. Amen. Revelation 22, 1 through 2 is, Then the angel showed me a river of water of life, as crystal, clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. 
Down on the middle of the great street of the city, on each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve um, crops of fruit, yielding its, tree, its fruit every month, and the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. Imagine that, a tree and a river of life. The, heals, the leaves of the tree heal the nations, the water gives you life and cleanses, cleanses you of all your sin. Imagine how sweet the fruit of the tree is going to be. Let me ask you this. What's your favorite fruit? Mangoes, pineapple, cherries. Okay. Imagine, those are all really sweet fruit. Imagine how sweet the fruit is going to be in the tree of life. Now that they've talked a little bit about what's going to be in heaven, let me ask you this. How can we get there? We can get there through believing and receiving Jesus Christ. Well, everyone, please go to John 3.16. John 3.16, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Imagine that, living with Jesus forever, for all of eternity, just with Jesus, you and Jesus and other people, just forever. Will everyone please go to John 12, John 1.12, sorry. Please say amen when you get there. John 1.12 says, Yet to all who receive him, to those who believed in him, in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. We're children of God right now, and we're going to be children of God up there still, with God forever, like John 3.16 said. Now that we've talked about heaven and what will be there, Christian's going to talk how will we go. When will we go, sorry. Okay, like he said, when will we go to heaven? So many people have already made predictions about us going to heaven and what heaven will be like, but they haven't really put the picture or the puzzle together. And there's one person that had a vision about us going to heaven, and this um, person was Ellen G. White. She said that we will walk on a path to heaven, and whoever took their eyes off of Jesus shall fall down and perish. But this is not what's actually going to happen. This is a symbolic dream. And this dream is meaning that when we take our eyes off of Jesus, we, um, we fall into temptation, we fall into sin, but with Jesus we're going to be perfect in heaven. Okay, a verse that talks about Jesus coming is Revelations 1-7. Please open your Bibles to Revelations 1-7. Say amen when you get there. He, look, he is coming with the clouds, and every eye will see him, even those who pierce him, and all the people on earth will mourn because of him. So our last verse today will be Matthew twenty four fourteen. Please say amen when we get there. Okay, it says, And the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations, and then the end will come. What this verse is actually talking about is if no one has a chance to accept Jesus, to say, I want to follow him, the end won't come, and Jesus won't appear to us again. Because whoever doesn't have a chance to uh, accept Jesus, it's going to be kind of sad of them not going to heaven, because 
Remember, everyone, we all want everyone to go to heaven. And a couple of weeks ago, my mom was having some troubles in her daily life, and I didn't like seeing her sad and depressed. But these um, some people from a different church, from Jehovah Witness, came into our house. They shared how their um, their um, religion was, and then they gave a verse to my mom. That verse um, helped her throughout um, throughout her day and helped her to be um, more happy again. And um, that was um, happy to me because I didn't like my mom being sad and all. And that, um, like the like I said, um, we're not the only people that's going to go to heaven because there's not that big of a percent of Seventh-day Adventist Christians going to heaven. And it's not just us, it's whoever believes in Jesus, which is practically every single religion that believes in Jesus. So if you guys have been really paying attention to this sermon, you can actually say this is an information or a conclusion of helping us getting prepared to heaven. It's not a lot, but it can help us in our daily life. And this is kind of an warning or alert. So I hope you guys go home and think about this if you haven't already. And I have one more question. This question, I want you to keep it in your mind. Don't give me the answer. I want you to keep it through your life, think about it, and answer it to Jesus, not to us. So this question, are you ready to go to heaven? Are you ready? So that's the end of the sermon, and we're going to have closing prayer. Please bow your heads. Dear Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you that you gave us this opportunity to show these people what heaven's going to be like, help everyone be prepared, help everyone be ready, like Christian said. Thank you that we're all here. Help this message help somebody. Help it. Thank you that it was your words and not ours. In Jesus' name, amen.